Diversity podcast. On the last episode, we talked about how to spend your undergraduate years. And I hope that the main takeaway that you took away from that episode is that research experience is key. However, let's move on a little bit. Let's say you've gotten your research experience, it's your senior year or your junior year or whenever it is when you're done with undergrad and you're asking yourself, what do I want to do next? And of course, this question of what do I want to do next is framed within the, oh, I want to get into a PhD program, but just between finishing your undergrad and graduating and actually starting a PhD program, what is the route you want to take to get there? So at this point, there are three main options you could take. The first is you could go straight into a PhD program. The second is you could go into a master's program. And then the third option is you could take time off slash gain research experience as a job. So this episode, we're going to talk about those three options in depth and pros to cons to consider with each option. I personally decided to take two years off to work and gain research experience that way. So obviously I'm a little bit biased, but I will do my best to um, give you my opinions on each of the options. And a disclaimer I'm going to give now, and I'm going to repeat many times throughout this episode, is that everyone knows what is best for them, right? I'm not trying to say that one path is the one true path, or you have to do this exact thing to get in. You know your own personal journey better than anyone else. And I'm just trying to show you some options and provide some light, especially if you've never really heard or understood the ways you can do this. So now that that is kind of out of the way, let's jump into this episode. So uh, let's start with the first option. The first option, which uh, if you were like me, you thought it was the only option you had as an undergrad is to go straight into a PhD program. So, I mean, one pro of this is that you can you don't have to switch in and out of the student mindset, which is, I think, both a pro and a con in and of itself, because grad school, the way you approach it is much different than undergrad. I wouldn't even say I'm a student. Like I would say calling myself a student is a bit of a misnomer with everything you have to do, but you don't really have to switch out of that. Like you're in school, you don't have to switch out. So that's a pro. And another pro is that you got out of grad school younger, which is great. And yeah, I, I mean, I don't need to spell all my business with you, but I do feel some type of way about the fact that I'm going to be leaving grad school at 31 and I'm still trying to have kids. So we'll figure that out later. But so main pros is like you're just kind of going along the process and you get out of grad school younger. Um, so I didn't choose this option. And I would say some of the factors that led into my decision not to are some of the following reasons I'm going to lay out. Um I did not want to study for the GRE during my school year, during my senior year. Senior year was tough enough. I was not about to be applying, doing the GRE, trying to do the grad school applications, find interviews. Me personally, I just didn't want to do all that in school. But if you're willing and able to handle it, great for you. Um, Initially, for me personally, I thought it would have been odd for me to not have any real world experience outside of being a student, especially because I was looking at applying to both clinical and counseling psychology programs. So for me, it felt odd 
to learn how to become a therapist and counsel people on their real world issues when I'd never really like, you know, held a nine to five, paid my own bills, dealt with an annoying boss, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that's another reason I took time off. And I think ultimately it's good for me to have some space to grow and mature and reflect on why I actually wanted to go to grad school, what I wanted to do with, with this degree, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, Generally, I would advise against going straight into a PhD program, but there's no hard and fast rule, right? I have many friends that entered their um, psychology PhD programs, including clinical and counseling psychology ones, straight out of undergrad and did just fine. So it's completely up to you and everyone knows what's best for you, right? Because if you feel like if you've gained enough research experience in undergrad, you did your undergraduate thesis you know you are set and you know what you want to do. What is the point in delaying and spending more time doing other stuff if you know what you want to do? So if you are really set on that path and you're willing to do all the work your senior year, go straight for it. But if you're like me, that's like, uh, I think I want a little break or mm, I think I want more time to think about it. It's completely fine to just take time off. No one is going to um, discount you or look at you funny if you don't go straight into a PhD program. So if that's a fear you have, don't worry about it. So yeah, that's the first option, going straight into grad school. The second option that would you have is going into a master's program. So generally, I would, if you majored in undergrad in um, psychology or something kind of related to it I actually would advise against getting a master's if you know you want to get a PhD this is because most PhD programs are funded and you have the opportunity to earn a master's on route to your PhD whereas if you're just trying to go to a master's program you would have to pay for that out of pocket so if you know you want to get a PhD you should save your time and money and don't enroll in a terminal master's program so if you're an undergraduate, you did research in a lab, and you had like a decent GPA, majored in a related field, I don't think getting a terminal master's in psychology would be the best option for you. There are some cases in which I would suggest it, and those would be if you had a low undergraduate GPA and you want to bring it up to show that you're serious, if you haven't had much research experience and you want to gain more. But I will say that it's possible to gain research experience without being in a master's program, but I'll talk about that next. And then the final um, situation which I would suggest getting a master's is if you didn't major in psychology or a related field and you want to kind of learn the basics of it. Those would be the only situations in which I would be like, yeah, maybe you should spend your money getting a PhD, but otherwise I don't really see the point if you gained your research experience in undergrad and had a decent GPA. But again, everyone knows their own situation best. I'm just here providing outlines and guidelines and things to consider. So then our third option is getting a job to get more research experience. 
So obviously this is the route that I chose. So there might be a bit of bias in this, but I chose to get a job for the following reasons. As I mentioned earlier, I did not want to take the GRE or apply during my senior year. I was busy and overworked enough without trying to balance that whole process. Also, I really just kind of wanted a break from school. I mean, yes, I was still working in academia, but I just wanted a break from like having homework and I wanted to have weekends and stuff. I just wanted to do all that. And also, I wanted to gain more research experience in like a managerial role because as an undergrad, I'd mainly just been doing whatever tasks grad students came up with. And because I decided to study abroad in Paris, I didn't do an undergraduate thesis or anything like that that would give me a bit more control over a research thing. So my way of like making up for that gap was then going to work for somewhere to two years to gain that research experience and show like, yeah, I am serious about this, even though I didn't do an undergraduate thesis. So those are the reasons I decided to get a job. And the general types of jobs that are good to apply to are like lab manager positions, um, research coordinators, research assistants, research technicians, et cetera, et cetera. And in the next episode, I will talk a bit more about the process, about how to find and get one of these jobs. So some pros of getting a job post-grad is you have real life work experience. You have an income. You can start saving up for a 401k or I don't know. Point is, you have a job, you have a nine to five, you have your weekends, you have your evenings to an extent. Um, I would say one major con is depending on your advisor, not your advisor, your PI and your role and what the lab is, you may not have as much intellectual freedom as a grad student has. You might be, your role may be more managerial and just like, you know, um, either like managing the data or organizing the participants or running experience. Um, running experiments, especially if like you're a lab manager or research coordinator, or if you're like a post-bac RA, you're more just doing the research. So yeah, so if you were going into this job hoping for more freedom, you might not have it. But again, that's all very dependent on the PI you work with. And that's something you should ask. I mean, towards the end of my job at Penn, I ended up like, you know, designing and running my own project for which I'm finishing up the analyses right now. So this is a shorter episode because if I started going into depth into other things, um, it would just run too long. So I just wanted to give you, those are the three broad options. And just to recap, the three broad options are you can go straight into a PhD program, you can go into a master's program, or you can um, take some time off and work. And it's up to you to figure out what is best for you. I know in my experience... I, when I first entered grad school, I thought I was either going to go straight into a PhD program or get a master's, but it was only after talking to other grad students in the lab that I figured out that um, taking time off was the best choice for me. And that's why I present these options for you guys as well, in case you didn't, in case you didn't know you had other options. And initially, my parents didn't quite get what I was doing. They were worried that just having a bachelor's in psychology wasn't enough, and they thought the fact that I was looking for a job instead of grad school meant that I would never go back to school, and I feel like I, like, rag on my parents so much out of here. I love them. I know they're listening, but, like, you know, like, with Nigerians, having a bachelor's is like having a high school degree. It doesn't mean much. It's expected of you, right? So... (laughs) 
you need to have at least one post-bac degree. So my parents were a bit worried when I was looking for a job and not looking um, for a PhD or a master's program post up straight out of undergrad. But it took some time for me to explain the path and why this choice would ultimately be the best for me. And again, the reason I like drop in little fun personal stuff about myself is because I just want you to know if you're listening to this and you're like me and you're trying to figure out this whole thing with parents that are well-meaning but maybe don't quite understand. I know what it feels like. You're making the right choices and you have options. All options are valid and so many people get to where they need to be in a lot of different ways. So like, don't worry. So yeah, as I said, I know this episode is a bit short, but I just wanted to broadly give you these options. Next episode, I am going to talk more in depth about how to find a job post back mainly because that's what I did and that's what I feel comfortable speaking on maybe in like future episodes at some point once I start bringing people an interview I can um, talk to people that went straight and people that went into a master's and they can talk more about their process and why they did that so again thanks for listening to this kind of short episode next one will be longer maybe a bit too long But this main thing I want to sum up for you is that ultimately the choice is yours on the path you decide to take to grad school. There's no right or wrong answer whether you decide to go straight, go get a terminal master's and then a PhD or take some time off before applying to PhD programs. I'm just presenting you with options and some reasons why or why not you would consider certain options. But obviously, you know what is best for you.